Hey guys, what's going on? Katie Day here with another episode of Real Advice with Stephen Kim. I am so excited to yes. welcome one of my absolute favorite people in the world to the podcast today, Charleston native and social media, I'll say connoisseur, Marley Presswood. Hi. Marley, what's going on? Marley is known for her absolutely killer videos on social media from boring old market updates that she seems to make interesting (laughs) to her lifestyle videos highlighting all that is so great about South Carolina and specifically the, the greater Charleston area, all the different areas of town. Um, she has not, she's only been licensed for a few years, but has quickly risen up the ranks, voted best of Mount Pleasant Realtor in 2020. We know Marley through the Tom Ferry Coaching Network, where she is always leading with contribution and helping other agents with video marketing and social tips and just dropping awesome knowledge. Marley, what's, what's going on? Happy Man, that was the best introduction I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Steve, Steve, um, has really raised the bar on our introductions. Um, he might have a little bit of a, a crush on his coach, you know, like a, a real estate crush. Oh, I totally do. I totally do. Like I'm hundred uh, percent. Yeah. I think so if you don't like, have a crush, then like maybe you need a new coach, you know? Like, bingo. I think that's the new Tom Ferry tagline. If you yeah. don't have a crush on your coach, get a new coach. It's basic brilliance, guys. All right. <laughs> let, me, let me write that one down. Let me write that one down. We'll send it to Tom. See if he'll, he'll approve it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. So I mean, Marley. Yeah, go ahead. How's it going? More about me. More about you. More about you. Um, so walk us through your journey, right? You haven't been, you haven't been licensed in real estate, um, you know, for, for years and years. Right. So like, why did you choose to get into real estate and how did you get to where you are today? So everyone, I feel like every week someone asks me, how did you get into real estate? I truly have no idea. I didn't tell my parents I was getting my real estate license. I didn't tell anybody like I quit my, so I was a manager of like a health food cafe, quit my job, became a nanny and started night school. Like nobody knew that this was happening. I don't, so I don't know like my aha. I started looking at houses on Zillow. um, And my stepdad is a customer, a luxury custom carpenter. So my whole life on the weekends, we would go and look at his beautiful houses. So I think the mix of like my mom being in sales, my dad being in sales and my stepdad being in real estate, naturally, I just got my real estate license and I'm super thankful. Um, I wanted to be holistic, a holistic doctor, which is not a doctor. It's like, (laughs) it's a certificate. So I'm so glad that I didn't do that. Um, (laughs) I decided I could just drink green juice and then sell real estate that that sounded like a, a better life for me. Yeah. A good mix. So thankful. So that's how I got into real estate. Um, and I've been going at it ever since today. This whole week has been a lot for me. So but I'm happy. Uh, was there another, did you want to talk about the whole journey or just how I started? No, that works. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you. I appreciate you sharing that and appreciate you taking the time to, to chat because you know, as I think we all know right now, the real estate market has been pretty crazy. So yeah. we we truly appreciate your time um, yeah. and sharing. Yeah. How did, you, how did how did you get your foothold in the like? How did you get your foot through the door? Uh, if like, and what I mean by that is like, you were known as like Marley, kind of the holistic person. What does Marley know about selling like hundred thousand dollar, million dollar homes? Like, how did you break through the noise? Because that's the first thing that I had to break through 
being an elementary school teacher for 17 years, people are like, you teach little kids. What do you know about my million dollar house? Yeah. How did you break through the noise? Like, how did you get your foot through the door? A lot slower than you did, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, very slowly. Okay. Super slow. So my first year I sold, I think $1.7 million. Um, and then the next year I sold four and a half. And then the next year I sold seven and a half. And then this year I have 6 million pending and closed. Wow. Holy. <laughs> busy busy so, few months, huh? So your, your first like 60 something days, you're almost pretty much to last year. So like, every day I'm like, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at what I do. Wow. It's no, I don't even believe it. I'm just like, how, how did I sell as much like more than I sold in 2018 this week? Oh my God. <laughs> I did all of that year. So I did it very slowly. Um, my coach actually, I think that really has helped me grow in the last year, obviously, since I like jumped so much by not being like, just like that. Like I started doing market updates and I started talking more about real estate and it wasn't just like, Oh, look at these home tours and home tours are great. But that's what I was doing. I was going Facebook live, like looking at these, like, look at this house. But instead I started talking about education mm, okay. and I always knew it. I just never talked about it. And I just felt like it wasn't me. And ever since then I have skyrocketed. And I think that's such a good way to like stop being like the average agent and start being the best agent is just telling people data. And it's something that a lot of people aren't doing. We see it all the time because we're surrounded by it. But yep. in our marketplace, no one's doing that or their coffee. How often are you doing your show? Like your market update? Is it once a week? Is it once a month? Like, um, what does it look like? I'm supposed to be doing it, you know, once a month. <laughs> Got it. Got I do it. a lot of my stories. Okay. Um, so I do my stories probably weekly. I talk about some type of the inventory, what's going on, but posting it actually, I'm, I'm lucky to get it about once a month. Um, okay. So the stories are probably weekly. Where, where right now do you find a majority of your business coming from? Because it's a question that everyone asks, you know, mm -hmm. realtors who do really well. Like, where's your business coming from? Yeah. My business is coming from agent agent referrals and um, Instagram and Sphere, obviously. But the Sphere is introducing me through Instagram. So lots of Instagram, lots of agent to agent referrals. Through Instagram. <laughs> Amazing. Um, do you have a specific plan? when it comes to Instagram, social media, or is it just kind of like, I like Instagram, it's fun, I'm just gonna put my content out there because I find that you know, people we interview, it's kind of like there's no plan with regards to social media and then the ones that actually have a plan. Where do you kind of, you're in the middle, okay. So depending on the day, I have a plan yeah. or I don't have a plan, okay. So I try to keep it decently branded. You'll notice like a lot of stuff has a little bit of like teal in it, like dark teal. Um, so but my plan is how like, I think of my things too loud. Um, I will be like, I'm posting too much personal stuff. Like I'll start posting business stuff. Like it, I always try to keep it a very healthy mixture of business and my personal life because people are buying from me because they feel like they like, know and trust me, but they are only trusting me because they're seeing the business stuff that they like me doing personal stuff. So, um, I just keep a lookout and know that I have to do certain things every week. So I have to post reels. I need to post carousels. I need to do proof of success, personal and IGTV. Um, I have a videographer that we um, are batching 
IGTVs basically. So we're doing four a month so I can post once, once a, once a week. That was going to be my next question with the amount of content that you're putting out. So you do have a videographer. Did you always have a videographer? And if you did, awesome. If you didn't, at what point did you realize being like, you know what? I need a videographer. I did my first professional video probably June of last year. Okay. I was so nervous. Yeah. Um, I met him on Instagram and I the theme him. of the day. The theme of the day Instagram. <laughs> I think like it was probably hashtags that I found him. I found my hairdresser through hashtags. So oh I'm a millennial. Like I am a true millennial. Like I yeah. I don't go to a restaurant without looking at their Instagram. Um, so yeah, I got my first professional video from like June of last year and then was doing it probably um like once or twice a month, but now we're on a retainer fee, which okay, nice. puts a lot more pressure on both of us. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can I ask how much, like, what is the retainer fee and what do you get for it? I don't want to say because okay, then forget. Cheap. Then, so then donate, can, don't worry about it. We can cut that. It's also, Everyone always asks. Everyone's yeah, like, I, really, no, guys, I really don't care. I will say it. Oh, okay. I will say it. Um, but he is a lot cheaper than everybody else and he's not going to give people the same rate. That's why, but he is $1,500 a month pretty much for only for me and he's going to kill me for saying that. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, amazing. It's amazing. We can determine later if this is going to get cut uh, or not. Normally we don't cut things, but yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Just don't tag him. <laughs> Got it. Like be roll over this, be like, check out all this high quality information, you know, high quality video. Yeah. So when when Marley's not doing her the real estate, you know, she's not real estating, what does Marley do for fun? Um mm, what mm, does Marley good do? question? Well, I go to F forty five and I like to say that's a love hate thing. Do you yeah. go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I haven't been able to go because of the lockdown. So um, but yeah, I'm the first one. We the first class is five forty five. We're the breakfast crew, but Monday Monday to Sunday. But I haven't gone in almost a year though because of lockdown. So wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I pretty much retired my Peloton the moment the F forty five opened back up, and now no. I'm there. So I did the reverse. I just bought a Peloton because I haven't been able to go to F forty five, which is crazy. I did. You should have um, just exchanged. Hold up, plans. time out, time out, time out. You said I said, what do you do for fun? And you and said F45? What's well, wrong with you? Well, all my friends are from F45. Got so it, we're okay. 6 a.m. crew. At 6 a.m., like, we're a different breed. Like, we are all best friends. We all go together. We all give each other shit if we don't go. Yeah. So F45 is, like, my second family. I love it. And then outside of, like, during that work, I love to eat. I go to dinner almost every single night. <laughs> like, um, a true, like a true millennial. I love right? dinner. Um, Charleston's known for its food, so it's hard not to go out to dinner. That's where all my money goes. <laughs> oh, she's got to sell so many houses. I know. Right. I, I mean, take, uh, Your internet sucks, Katie. Don't say that. Oh, sorry. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, are you back, Katie? Katie's muted. Unmute yourself. There you go. Am I, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Are we going to cut that part? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll cut. We'll cut probably yeah. that part out. Um, 
our marketing person's going to have a field day with this one. She's like, God, they keep saying just cut it. And, I've, and I haven't <laughs> written down when to cut. So it's fine. She'll be good. Um, all right. Taking it back toward real estate, um, getting, getting a little tactical. If someone was just starting out, um, what would be some advice that you would give them as far as, you know, what they need to focus on as they're, as they're starting their career? That's a really good question. Um, I have to think back to like when I started, I was so poor. Like when I say poor, I had 30 cents in my bank account when I worked for Keller Williams. I was broke. Um, so I wanted a coach and I would advise someone to get a coach. But if you were like me, where like getting a coach was not an option. Um, listen, I, I think listen to Tom Ferry podcast, go on to Clubhouse, listen to what other agents are doing really just absorbing as much as possible, even if you don't understand it, because eventually someday like something's going to happen. And what you learned at that moment in clubhouse or Tom Ferry, it's going to click and you're like, Oh, this is what I do. Um, and then stay consistent. Um, Katie, we talk about it at our 5am call all the time. Um, not, not just focusing on your goals, but focusing on the systems that are going to get you to your goal. I think that we get so caught up with like everything in our life where we focus on the goal and not like, how are we going to get to the goal? What am I doing today? What are the three things I'm going to do today? That's going to get me closer to this goal. So just really focusing on your systems. And then you, ha- I mean, you have to follow a schedule. Mm. People get into real estate thinking that they can create their own schedule. You can create it, but it better be a tight freaking schedule. Like <laughs> you better wake up and like get to work. Um, so that's probably it. Um, stay focused, get your systems and just listen and absorb as much information as possible, even if you don't understand it. So hold up. You didn't get into real estate because it's this grandeur of lots of money, lots of freedom and lots of flexibility. But isn't that what real estate's all about? I know. You would think, <laughs> guys, I put my phone on airplane mode today just so I could eat lunch. Oh, my God. I was like, Time out, guys. Sorry. Like, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to eat. I don't want to text. I don't want to email. I don't want to call. So, no, it's not flexible at all. Marley, do you, do you, me during that airplane mode, I'm sorry. Marley, do you have an assistant or are you like solo? Like, everything's you. I am solo. Um, okay. I am hiring an assistant. I have 75 um, applications in right now. So, hopefully, one out of the 75. Wow. Do it. I got like five people off Instagram. What? <laughs> Instagram so, once again. And then I just hired two brand new agents. So they're starting to train now, but they are not licensed yet. Well, they're not practicing yet. Okay. Oh, so you actually brought on agents or unlicensed agents before bringing on an admin, which is kind of like an industry, like, I'm not gonna say no, no, but it's almost like the opposite. <laughs> I, I did it. It's fine. Don't worry. No, no, not saying that. Yeah. So. And then quickly after hiring them, I was like, oh, crap, I need an assistant. (laughs) (laughs) And then I I was like, I'm part time, part time assistant, because it's scary hiring someone. So it's like part time. And then a few days ago, I'm like, you know what? I need a full time agent. And I started doing the math. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, not only am I paying my own bills. And like my own food, but I'm like, I'm paying someone else's bills now. Like hiring someone is paying for like their life. Yeah. So I had like a meltdown, a mental meltdown for a second, but still going to do it. <laughs> if anything though, doesn't it give you more motivation to like, to stick to that schedule, to do the work, to stay consistent? I find, yeah, yeah I found the moment I brought on my assistant 
the the mind just it my my mindset shifted. I was like, whoa, I got to feed someone else. They're they're heavily relying on me for their life, and I was like, okay, like let's you know let's really kind of kick it into high gear. So uh, yeah. that's awesome. It's nice that you're you're building the team, um, which is fantastic. Yeah. What's your goal for this year? I know, like as a coach, we go with our clients. We we set out what their goal is in terms of volume, production, units, whatever the case may be. What is what is Marley Presswood's team going to do this year? What have you put out into the universe? So my goal was to hire people in Q four. <laughs> so, just a little. Now, yeah, well, I, was, I know. I was like, I'm going to sell twelve million this year. Wow. I'm going to hire two people in Q four, and then I'm going to start the team next. Like start the team next year in 2022. And then I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Let's hire them in February. Let's just go ahead and get 6 million pending closed. And just, so now it's 20 million for the whole team. Wow. Good for you. Good Thanks. for you. We'll it's see. That's a big goal for me. That's, that's Dude, gonna crush that it. Me. You're going to crush it. Thanks. You, you just did 6 million in two months. You're I know. You're going to kill it. I you're know. Sure that, that's it. crazy. That's that's incredible. That's incredible. Um, I'm, I'm in awe. Like <laughs> I don't even know how I did it. So you know when you're so let's talk a little bit about team building then because I didn't know that you had, were bringing people on. What's what what what's the one or two like key qualities you look for when someone is going to align with you because your brand is so strong. It's great. Like mm -hmm. if I'm if I can't get Marley, then the extension of Marley is her team. Like, mm -hmm. how do you identify that? Like, and what are those two, like, really important qualities that you look for when you have someone join your team? Yeah. So it's really important for me to know, like, <clears throat> one of my first questions is, what's your goal this year? What's your goal next year in five years and 10 years? And I really want them to have a, a good image of what they're doing. I have such a strong image of where am I going? I just went, thankfully, I went faster than what I was planning on going. Um, so I really need you to have a, a very growth mindset. Mm. Um, I also need you to want a leader. So to me, like I don't want a leader. So a little bit lower of a D than I am. <laughs> Something I also look for. <laughs> um, but I also celebrate all my wins. And so I want someone that can like take like a step back, pop some champagne, celebrate. Um, nice. um and then growth mindset, a team player. I mean, I think that everything that we really look for. Um, but I think that once you meet them, you know, you ask them the questions that you you want to ask them. And I do a disc profile and an Enneagram. And I think that really it's your gut. Like, do, does my gut tell me that this person's going to work out? But I'm brand new to this whole leadership thing. So I have been absorbing everything that Katie's been saying. <laughs> I've been, like, taking everyone to the side. I'm like, hey, like, how did you fail? Like, tell me. Here's all of the mistakes we made. Yeah. Tell me what you did. Cause I know I'm going to fail. I'd rather fail fast. So like, just mm -hmm. don't tell me. Yeah. Fail fast, fail forward. Right. Yeah. That's the whole thing. That's, that's incredible. That's incredible. How many agents? So you have two right now. Is that it? Like for the year for 2021, it's just two. Or are you thinking? I'm having really a lot of fun growing this thing. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm now currently looking for, um, experienced agents that feel like they're not getting the leadership, the, the training, the skills, the, the systems that they're not having in another team. So I'm trying to onboard some, 
some people that kind of want a different environment. Culture, I feel like culture and environment's the way that you can grow. So if someone feels like they're not in a growth mindset environment, then it'd be a great way to find another one. I love it. That's so good. I really like that. Oh, sorry. You go first, Katie. No, go ahead. I feel like no. I was gonna. I was gonna ask kind of that vision question. Where would? Where is Marley going to be in twenty years' time? Twenty. 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 I was gonna say. I was gonna say ten. But ten. Ten is just too. It's ten's just right around the corner. I think you're gonna do massive things. That's why let's go a little further out in twenty years. Where Where is Marley's last one? Well, Marley Cross would probably have a jet because that's been my dream. <laughs> 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 so I have this whole vision that I'm going to stay single forever and I have a niece and I'm going to have this jet and I'm going to fly all over the place. Just come back to Charleston, pick up my niece and then go like, that's like, that's my vision. <laughs> awesome. Perfect. <laughs> She's going to be on a jet globe trotting around the world with her niece and yeah. call pick me day. up on the way, please. Yeah, me too. Me too. That's I got it. you guys. I got you guys. Um, but that is always like my my joke, but it's going to happen. Like the joke's going to happen. Um, but probably in, you said 20 years, so 50. I mean, I'll probably be mostly in a leadership position. I don't see myself selling at 50, probably more so like leading. Okay. Katie, I know you share kind of the same sentiments as well, right? Like you kind of see yourself maybe like getting out of production. Um, right. Yes. Which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love selling. So if anyone's watching this, don't think I don't love it. <laughs> I do. Amazing. I even cry sometimes after I leave my clients after showings or like a sale, like a sales close. I'm like, bye. Like, can we, can we have dinner? I don't want to say bye. I don't. Not ready. It is such a weird experience though, right? You go from talking almost every single day, every day. for like yeah. a month, especially with buyers, right? Especially with buyers. Yeah. You go, go from talking almost every single day for a month to like, uh, like, all right, well, here are your keys. Um, let me come by when everything's moved in. Like, I want to see the house once you've like made it your own. But like, yeah, it's, it's kind of it's a, so it's an odd weird. moment. Yeah, it's so weird. I've been having a lot of relocators. And so like when I drop them off at the airport, I'm like, not by forever, right? <laughs> You're coming back to me, yes? Oh, uh, that's tough. I heard speaking just thinking about it. It's so that's funny. So we've got one pretty hard-hitting question Oof, um, okay. that we generally like to end with. So, um, Steve, I'll, I'll take it this time, I guess. If, is that okay with you? <laughs> well, I was going to ask one more question. Okay, yeah, ask it. Question. Ask it. Cool? And then we'll ask the, the difficult one. Okay, cool. What, what would you say is the greatest obstacle for you and your business right now in 2021? And wow. Uh, growing this freaking team and hiring an assistant is okay. the hardest obstacle. Okay. I'm making my coach work overtime right now because I'm, like, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what I'm doing. I need systems. And he's like, all right, like let's FaceTime. Like you're fine. You're fine. I honestly, like my biggest obstacle is definitely – getting all this in place because when you think about it, when you hire agents, like you are their training, like you are yeah. their culture, like they're depending on you to teach them to become successful. So Absolutely. just making sure that I am not leading these people too slow or not enough um, is my, my biggest obstacle right now is over learn over teaching. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. I think, I think that's a challenge for a lot of team leads. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like if it's not a challenge, then maybe it's not right for you. Okay. <laughs> maybe you're not questioning yourself. I love it. I love it. I think that's that's bang on. That's perfect. Super Thanks. accurate. Okay, the question of the uh, of the day of the podcast. We like to end off with this. So, Katie, the honors are all or the honor is all yours. Thank you, Stephen. Um, so, for your last meal, going a little morbid. If it was your last meal, what would you be eating? Um, you know, this is the funniest thing because I have this as a question for my videographer to ask me for a video. Oh no way! Nice. So I let's make sure it matches up. What's what's your what's your go to? What's your favorite? favorite meal uh, can i do like my favorite restaurant or it has to be like um can i get everything i want at the restaurant sure what, what's your most what's and what the, would be that your, like obviously yeah, it's like a course yeah. meal right so like what would be like your final like you know if you go to this restaurant what are you getting okay so there's this restaurant called 167 raw and it's on king street in charleston it is so good um so i would definitely go there but when you go there, you can't just order one thing. You have to like, you, you overeat. Clearly. Yeah, clearly. It's, it's called, it's a raw bar. So that's where 167 raw goes. So we would start with some oysters and then maybe some peeling each shrimp, which we love here. Um, and then you can, you can cut the sandwiches in fours because usually like you're with a bunch of people. So there's a lobster roll, a tuna burger, and a swordfish pastrami. Oh my gosh. Ah, (laughs) with a glass of wine, please. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah. A glass of rosé. It's so good. They have key lime pie there, but I don't need it for my last meal. Oh my God. I love key lime pie. I love it. I love it. I'm going to bring my family. That's really good. Like I would just order all of that. So when I come and visit with my wife and kids, we're going to take Auntie uh, Marley out for for dinner. Yeah, that's I what's going to happen. Everyone to one sixty seven. <laughs> so if anyone's watching this and wants to go, there's always an hour and an hour, or an hour and a half to two hour wait. So you have to put your name down or go at a weird time, and then you just go get a drink at this place called Blind Tiger for an hour. I, I'm all about like the the five p.m. dinner or nine p.m. dinner. Normally five p.m. It's like I love five p.m. dinners. <laughs> I just booked a five fifteen for tomorrow. Sweet, I love it. I'll, I'll, like be, I'll be right there. Yeah, it's called the ordinary. It's great too. Well, I am now looking forward to some seafood. Um, at whatever point, I can make my way over to Charleston because I, I absolutely jet. love the city. I'll get my jet to pick you up. <laughs> I don't want to wait twenty years to to come <laughs> visit. <this, so laughs> I'll probably I'll figure out a way to get that in 10 years. <laughs> okay, yeah, big one perfect. 20. Yes, I would love for both of y'all to come visit. Charleston is my favorite place in the whole world. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, Marley, we just wanted to say thank you so much for sharing your time with us, not keeping us on airplane mode or anyone who's listening or <laughs> watching. Uh, just thank you again for just your incredible warmth, your kindness, all of your great. Uh, knowledge and insight into your meteoric rise as uh, a kick-ass realtor uh, in Charleston. We wish you nothing but incredible success. And we look forward to having you on the podcast again in 20 years, maybe from your private, uh, from the inside of your private jet. Maybe. We'll have Wi-Fi in there. Don't worry. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much again, Marley. We wish you a crushing year and uh, can't wait to see how everything turns out with your team.
Thanks, guys. I had so much fun. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Peace.